friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages. Tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat 3 Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, our circus performers have successfully put on their very first show, but now they need to get down to brass tacks and figure out who murdered the ringmaster and to make sure the camp is safe for everyone. So for those of you who came from our previous podcast, which we just finished up last week, The Fall of Plague Stone, you will know that we started that adventure, a little bit of a spoiler here, with a murder. It starts off right away with everyone getting the Plague Stone, one of the NPCs that everyone really looks up to and respects is brutally murdered. And the PCs have to spend time to figure out what the heck is going on behind that murder. Here we are in the show that must go on. And once again, we have a murder mystery. So two adventures with nearly identical openings, which is, I guess, a trope that a lot of people lean on. But the good news is that this trope will not take the entire adventure to solve. Uh, nice thing about Adventure Pass in general is that they move very, very quickly. And you usually have a lot of these mysteries solved very quickly. You sort of have what I would say small stories, middle stories, and large stories. And right now the small story is what happened to the Ringmaster and to figure out that. And then you'll figure out and know more about the medium and larger story as we continue to play. So don't worry about it. It's not going to be taking up the next six months of figuring what happened to the Ringmaster. And you're going to hear us talking about that in this episode because it's like, really? We just spent six months trying to solve one murder and now we go to another one and we're doing the exact same thing? Don't worry about it. As for the adventure itself, now we get to, well, I would call true adventuring, or Pathfinder adventuring, if you will. The first half was a nice combination of a circus performance with a little bit of adventuring in there, a little bit of combat, a little bit of new mechanics, and as you can see, they came out perfect in the end, which we'll talk about later. There's some consequences for that, believe it or not. Coming out perfect is good in the short term, but tricky in the long term. Because if you do too well, it makes it really hard to actually do better the next time. But we won't get to that for a while. And now they're back to what I would say is Pathfinder 101, which is scouting around, trying to find out who might have killed the Ringmaster if he was indeed killed. And to secure the campsite because everyone is now freaking out and they don't know what to expect after such a crazy night. So now we'll get to see good old-fashioned Pathfinder mechanics. You get to see and listen to us talk about Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Since the system is still really new to everyone, we talk out a lot of the mechanics, and I keep these talks in the adventure on purpose. I do that because I want everyone to listen and understand how to play the game for those of you who want to know how to play. I don't make them too long. For those of you who aren't interested, you can just listen to it. It's only usually a few minutes, or if you really want, you can skip them. But we do talk about things like the difference between non-lethal versus lethal damage, how special attacks work, 
how grabs and poisons and fatigue and disease work and things like that because it's a lot more complex than you think and considering you have Vanessa who is actually a developer for Paizo we actually have to go through it and it's tricky it's not as straightforward as one would think after reading the rules so we do discuss it to make sure that not only the rewrite but then if you're going to be playing the game with your friends that you understand how this is supposed to be run so do look forward to that in the next couple of weeks other than that let's jump into the adventure this week and see what our adventurers uncover i'm gonna run inside and run up to professor zarlin uh, hey, Dad, we found we found a bunch of weird rat tracks, and I think we're going to follow them, okay? Lauren Sig is playing Hap, the Starlight Sparrow, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. Rats, hmm? That is odd. No one I know can control rats. Why would there be rats around him? He looks around, he goes, maybe a few, sure. I mean, we're near the woods, but he kind of looks down and sees where they are. He goes... Mm, there's dozens, maybe even hundreds. This is very, very bizarre. Yeah, that's what we thought, too. So we're going to follow him, if that's okay? Sure. I'd, uh, here, let's go, to the, let's go to the camp for a second. Uh, before we go anywhere, I want to, as we're talking and speculating, uh, apply battle medicine to uh, Alhara. Rob Tremarco is playing Darius Varus, Darius's Daring Destructions. A half-elf monk of the mountain style. Yes, please. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Veris, the amazingly agile Alhara, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. So since we're out of combat, you don't have to use the feet battle medicine. That way you can oh. still patch her up again later. You just use regular medicine. Yeah, you can just regular use medicine. So how does healing non-lethal damage work in this edition? That's a good question. Let me look it up. Hmm. I have no idea. And I can't even... Usually play. it's like you rest for a bit and it goes away, right? I'm not sure. This is a Vanessa question. I believe that attacks with a non-lethal trait just don't kill you. But do you have right. to heal them the same way? Uh, yeah, otherwise I think they're just hit points or hit points. But if it has the non-lethal trait, then it won't kill you when you hit zero. That sounds like the design direction that they went with in this edition so, anyway. What happened? Let's check. So, um, essentially, battle healing or whatever will still help um, if I can get healed up for 10 minutes or an hour, however long it takes. I'm double checking now, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Does non-lethal only really count for the last hit? So, let's say you have 100 hit points and you take 90 non-lethal, but then 15 lethal, do you die? Or does it count only as 15 of your 100 is lethal. Say that's I'm not sure. No, so like, think of it this way. If you get stabbed several times and have cuts all over your body, but you're still conscious, and then you get punched in the face with a non-lethal attack, you just fall unconscious. You're not dead from the cuts. But if you get punched in the face a bunch, and then someone stabs you and you fall unconscious, you might die. So it only really counts for the last attack? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a, I just, again, this is all beyond new, and of course, the first encounter is like, must use non-lethal. I'm like, of course they're doing weird rules that I have to figure out. Of course they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all non-lethal attacks say on page 453 is you can make a non-lethal attack in an effort to knock someone out instead of killing them. Weapons with the non-lethal trait, including fists, do this automatically. 
Well, let's see Knocked Out and Dying on the next. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at Knocked Out and Dying right now, and it doesn't mention non-lethal. Uh, I didn't see any mention of s- different healing. Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, Uncanny Otteron's cauldron of curious concoctions, a human witch of curses. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I'm just curious because the old one was like, remember, you heal one and then all your non-lethal gets healed up. So I was trying to, f- I couldn't find anything that said anything like that. So Since they were trying to streamline stuff, I feel like they just made it recover the same so you don't have to keep track of different kinds of damage. Uh, it, that was a disaster. And also electronically, I know a lot of what they did just to make it easier for computers to handle. That was a disaster. It was so hard to keep track of two different hit point pools. It was, it was so such a pain in the ass. Yeah, so it says a couple things that knocked out and dying. Uh, it says creatures cannot be reduced to fewer than zero hit points. When most creatures reach zero hit points, they die and are removed from play, unless the attack was non-lethal, in which case they are instead knocked out for a significant amount of time, usually a minute or more. Uh, further on, it says if the damage was, this is talking about knocking someone out or hitting, reducing them to zero. If the attack was dealt with non-lethal attack or non-lethal effect, you don't gain the dying condition and are instead unconscious with zero hit points. Okay. So because you avoid a, the dying condition, you avoid death saves, you avoid the doomed condition, you avoid all that, you just go, oh, you're unconscious. So, in essence, you took damage. <laughs> so you basically yep. were punched, and it wouldn't have killed you, but you still took a lot of damage. So Okay, I will yeah. uh, apply some good old treat wounds. Eleven. You stink at treating wounds, clearly. Hero point. I'll hero point it. So treat wounds, you need a 15, 15. but you roll an 11, because you roll a 6, and you hear it, and roll a 14, and miss by 1. Good thing, guys. During this time, well, I guess I could try to heal my own wounds, but I have a pretty good chance of hurting myself, because I also have medicine, but I'm not as good at it as it. So you are down... Let's see, how many hit points are you down? You're down 12 hit points. You only have seven left because although it was non-lethal damage, it's still real damage. In fact, the only difference between non-lethal and real damage is, well, whether you die or not. So you need to heal that up. Um, or you can go around without it. It's up to you. So I'm sure Darius isn't the only healer in the circus. Surely somebody else can treat your injuries. Perhaps. I have a 15% chance of hurting myself if I try to heal myself. I like those odds. I like right, those in that odds. case, with the two chances that you've tried to heal me, I will also try to heal myself. Yeah, hey. you did it. You did it. <laughs> you roll an 18. Good job. Yeah, I know how right. to cut up my own cuts and bruises, <laughs> thanks. That's right. I'm, I'm just pinching your nose because you're bleeding from the nose. You're like, you're like, sis, sis, I'm trying to help. Sis, sis stop moving. Stop. Oh, fine. Forget it. I give up. You do it. Cool, so how much does that heal? 2D8. I think it's 2d8. 2d8. 4. That's a tiny amount, but okay, hey, better Whoa. than nothing. Hero point it. <laughs> no, it's fine. I should have enough time to do a second one since you did two rolls. Well, it's one hour. You can't. That's, yep. You did can't Darius, end. did you heal hero point your medicine I roll? Di- I he did. did. He oh, did. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, hmm, all right. <laughs> I don't want to wait long too long and let the trail get called, so. Um... What can Ataran do? Can they heal? With magic. Oh. I could use a first level heal, but I won't have any more because I used Burning Hands in the show. 
Oh, did you? I was gonna say that. Did you use up? Did you use any first level spells in the show, or just or just cantrips? I used produce flames and one burning hands. But you didn't just have the magical cosmetics. trait, so it doesn't actually give you any bonus. Yeah, but it it looks better. All right, so that's cast. So you only have two spells left. I think I only have one spell left, right? Why? You have oh, I do have three animal, per day. Kill and burning hands. You get three first level spells. Yeah, I thought I only had uh, two slots for day, but I wrote no, down no. three, so I'm just no, being stupid. Three. Everyone always gets three. It always starts three, three, four, five. Or everyone, everyone's the same. Um, so, well, the professor brings you over because he wants to talk to you all. Says he goes. First of all, I was really, really proud of everything you did out there. You did such a great job, and doing such a great job. Here, here's this. And he, he pulls out a small pouch for everybody. And he goes, I gave you a little bit extra for doing such a great job and helping out the circus. And, well, I couldn't think of a better outcome. And inside of it is uh, five gold pieces each. So you each get five gold pieces from doing such a great show. And he also pulls out from his back pocket. He goes, uh, I saw the the fight that you were in and the altercations. So I went to my personal stores and uh, I give you this. And he pulls out two small potions. And he, you know that these are two minor healing potions. Oh, I wouldn't have burned the, <laughs> the, the medicine roll. <laughs> and he's like, here you go. Uh, use these in good health. Uh, if you need to heal up a little or something comes up, I'm sure you can uh, find use for these. And he gives you uh, two minor healing potions. Not each, just two for the four of you. You can figure out how you want to split it. Ohara takes one now, I would think. Mm-hmm. Thanks, I was Professor. going to either suggest one of my potions, or at the very least, I could soothe your wounds. But perhaps it is best to use this potion now and leave my magic for if there's danger ahead. It'd be rude not to. He saw you were hurt and just gave it to you, you know? So that oh, yeah. will heal Drinking it right now. 1d8. Eight. Yeah. Fantastic. Are you good to go? I think I am. Yeah. Excellent. All healed up. Ready to go. Who's taking the other potion? Uh, Darius, I think. I can hold on to it. Sounds good. This five is all the gold I have. I spent all my starting gold on scrolls. All right. So Darius has a healing potion. You all have five gold. Each, you're rich. So... With that, you go over to the campfire, and everyone is sitting around the campfire in the circus camp. The camp, the camp itself is, you know, filled with wagons of various sizes. Some are small and drawn by a single horse or a mule. Others are much larger and pulled by teams of horses or even oxen. You also obviously have several animals that are in some pens around here, from Elysia's snakes to assorted camels, bears, and even some elephants. And some of those animals are kept near the owner's wagons and must be corralled when the big top is up. So right now, you have two dozen mismatched wagons parked in a grassy field broken by a meandering stream with a large communal fire burning near a deep pond formed by the stream. And even though you had a very successful performance, the mood is subdued. 
the performers are all huddled together by the fire, nervously watching the camp and jumping at shadows as uh, they uh, they feel disconcerned. They feel like something is like watching over them. They can't put their finger on it, but they they just don't want to go into their their wagons. And obviously, the murder of the ringmaster has affected them greatly. They look at you and say, "You guys did a you guys did a great job tonight. I, I couldn't believe that you kept your cool all that time while so much was going on." I, they all look at you and they're all like nodding their head and says, "You, you four, I know you're all close, but uh, really, really good job tonight. Really good job. Um, do you, do you mind perhaps looking at like?" wagons uh, um we're all kind of shaken up maybe you can look around make sure everything's safe uh, i think everyone's scared to go to sleep or even go into their cabins tonight uh just, just something strange is going on the nets are gnawed through and animals went crazy someone's murdered uh, we're just sticking together right now everyone's terrified the professor sort of gives you like a little nod while, while these are being said by the various performers mm, that's a great idea we should give everything a good once over See if something has gone wrong that we haven't seen yet. And they're all like looking and all start smiling and all saying, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna hang out here by the campfire." If uh, uh, they all like want to say they'll help, but really none of them want to help because they're they're scared and they're not really adventurers and heroes. These are just circus folk that you know spend their time practicing juggling acts and high wire performance acts and dove acts. They're not like you, you Hap, who can command fire, and Darius, who's like literally a living mountain, and Alara, and, well, no one knows anything about Ataron. They are quite odd and mysterious, which is why they're so impressed by them. I mean, if, if everyone's around the campfire, he will try and kind of bring their spirits up and maybe pour everyone a drink. I mean, he's got some money... You know, if there's a way he can purchase, like, a little cask of, of, of beer or something. Well, you're not in town right now. I mean, there's there's mm. more than enough drink and so forth. I mean, you can just okay. sort of do a little, like, cheer. Pass it out. Yeah. Yeah, we did like, an amazing job. Yeah. We, we got a lot of gold for our performances, and we pulled together under the worst circumstances possible. I salute all of you. Thanks. Thanks, Darius. Uh... I was like, you, you did such a great job. We saw you taking care of uh, those drunkards in the stand, and as usual, your act was fantastic. Uh, it's like, well, we, we don't know what we'd do without you two. Well, thank you. smiles so warmly. Do you want some ale, Hap? A little bit? Uh, I'm going to look I'm gonna look over at Professor Zarlin and see, see what his face is saying. He, he gives you a little no. Uh, I'm not tonight. Thanks, big brother. Yes, it's good that you're... You're uh, taking it easy on the booze tonight. We don't want you drunk for the performance. If we are going to check these wagons, let us do this. Sure enough, you do notice here and there little rat tracks. Kind of like throughout the camp. If you want, you can ask around to any of the other performers if you have any questions. If you want to start looking around and finding the tracks, you let me know what you want to do. Yeah, I think well, for Alhara, the best thing she can do is sort of just try to follow the tracks as best she can using perception and try to get in a better idea of where we might look for additional evidence. We can also look in Myron's cart. Mm-hmm. I guess since we're already at the fire, Ataran would 
ask any that are making eye contact with them about the you know rat mark or the rat tracks or anything that they noticed uh that was peculiar what do you do exactly as in what skill would i be using or well no do you go mad and just say hey there's some weird rat tracks here like what like like oh no um no one knows about this like you're the only ones that know about these tracks so Adaron would approach maybe brusquely but then say we have noticed a lot of rat tracks and marks around the camp have you noticed any rats moving around or anything else strange they also look around to each other and the featherfall five says see i told you i told you that the nets were were sabotaged see rats they they eat through our nets that's that's unusual that's weird why did they do that and they're all shaking their head. They're like, yeah, yeah, the rats. The rats aren't supposed to go through nets. There's nothing on the nets. There's something. Something's afoot. And now they're all, like, look really, really worried. And everyone's, like, really nervous and uh, seem to. Uh, anything that uh, Darius did to moisture the spirits has been totally destroyed by this accusation. Don't. That's what they're good for. So and everyone's, like, incredibly nervous. And they're, they're looking to uh, Lysia. And she's like. Don't look at me. I have nothing to do with this. She's she's looking around. She's like, I I can only control snakes. I, I can't do no rats. I I I have no love for rats and rodents. In fact, my snakes eat them. And everyone knows that. They actually sort of shake their head and they like look around. They say, No one here can control rats. So I do not know where these rats came from and what they wanted to do with us. Then we will have to find where they are. Okay. Well, you can do... So it looks like no one... Everyone's surprised, and you just caused a nice little panic. And I guess you can do a perception. Uh, well, right now, if you want. Sure, I'll do a perception. Sure. Hap does a 12 perception. You can also do survival, Hap, by the way. You look around. Ooh. Lara. Well, Alhara gets a 19 and she notices multiple rat tracks throughout the camp but she notices a lot right by this wagon here that's south of you that is the ringmaster's cabin himself myron's personal wagon it's parked right next to the pond in front of the meeting fire you see a colorful banner on each side of the wagon that advertises the circus of wayward wonders in large capital letters Surrounded by image that depicts some of the most famous acts in the show, including your very own. You let's check it out. See, you see lots of tracks around this wagon. Let's check out the wagon inside. Okay, uh-huh. you see three steps affixed to the wagon's rear, leading up to a red door with a golden knob. Ostentatious. Um, I guess we'll carefully investigate the door before we enter in. One of us should have made a rogue. Oops. Well, I'm a bit roguish. How roguish are you? Uh, roguish enough to not have tanked perception. I wish it was better. Um, but I do. I am an expert at perception, and I do have some skills with mechanical things like locks. And let's check this door and see if there's something we can do. It's fine. 
I want to roll check. a nine. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking for, but the door uh, is locked. I'm looking for uh, rat stuff. Uh, if the door is locked, um, do we have Myron's key? Is it on his body? You can look and go back to his body real quick. <laughs> you check for the key, and there is no key on his body. Hmm. Maybe Dad has it. We could ask him. Oh, yeah. Go ask him while I examine this lock. Uh, hey, Dad, do you have the key to Uncle Thunder's cart? No, I'm sorry. Uh, Myron was quite private. He had his own key. Was it on his body? That's odd. No, we looked there. It's missing. Do you think this could be related to the murder? It could be. I don't know why it would be missing. Unless someone took it. I think we have to get in there. Okay. I uh, open the door. What? It's locked. It's locked. It's, I... it's Darius. Can I smash the door no no it's a nice door and a nice would you please please don't do this that. Is an em- don't do that. this is an emergency athletics check to break no one's screaming the in there don't oh just let me please come on you want to try like, again i'm gonna open it like old dad taught us okay fine give it a shot before i smash it all right so she um reaches into her boot and pulls out a little like rolled up piece of leather and unrolls it, revealing several small, interestingly angled pieces of metal and uh, proceeds to put them in the lock and swish them around as she tries to move the tumblers about. Swish, swish, swish. Does she have thieves tools? I sure do. Wow. I'm impressed. So she is actually picking a lock? She's picking a lock? I said I was a little bit roguish. Very good. You roll a 16. You, like, were about to get one of the tumblers in place, but you slip and reset the whole thing, and you're like, darn it! But you're oh so close. Oh so close. I'll give it another shot. Yeah. Natural 20. You click open the door. You completely unlock it with two See? No reason to be brutish, Darius. Mm, That's true. Not in this case. No punching. No punching for you, Dora. You you were saved. <laughs> well, since you're so eager, I'll allow you to go first. And she oh, bows over, sweeping her arm out in a big sweeping gesture. Yes, beauty shall enter before first. brains. I think yes. Is that it? I don't know the phrase. Anyway, I'm going in. Mm-hmm. Be wary of any hidden snakes or something that might bite and poison you. I will keep an eye out. It's I slowly enter. You open the door. As you open the door, you get hit in the face with a blast of some pollen of some sort. Let's see what it rolls. What is your AC, my friend? Normal Uh, AC is an 18. Oh, Oh, him, okay. For Darius, as you enter and open 15 AC. Okay, I roll a 6 plus a 12. So, 18, you get hit directly in the face with this pollen, taking one point of damage. However, (laughs) give me a will save. Because that's never bad when you have to make a will save. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. Don't mess circus folk. Yeah, no kidding. You're like coughing it up and you're you're okay. You're you're okay right now. You uh it doesn't really do anything to you. What do you do? Who did that? Give me a perception check. Yeah. Wow, twenty three. Well, it matters. Well, you guys are doing great now, I'll tell you that much. Okay, in handout. You see this thing. It looks like a large pollen pod of some sort that's two feet tall with large stalks that droop heavily with pollen pods. The air inside the wagon is thick with sparkling golden pollen. And the pollen was not only in the air, but these pods, as soon as you open the door, explode in your face. And another one will try to hit you again. As one was on one side of the door, now there's another on the other side. 14 plus 12. Ooh. That's a 26. I believe that's a crit. Not just a hit. It is. You should just walk in the mountain stance. So you... I um, can. You get six points of poison damage. As you get hit right in the face. And give me another will. Oh, yeah. You're like... Mm, mm, delicious. <laughs> You're like, it's got a tangy flavor to it. Uh, yes, it's poisoning me to death, but I kind of like it. Uh, the rest of you can also go. We're not quite in rounds, but you can each get your actions. And just, you see him walk into the... <laughs> puff, puff. Right, you see, right, you see him walk into this cabin that's filled with pollen and he's getting hit in the face very quickly with two sprays. And uh, he's, he's uh, well covered in mist. What do you do? Uh, Alhara like, flips her high pony in front of her face and then holds her hair in front of her nose and mouth. Adoran hisses almost. <sighs> Steps back. This is more druid-like trickery. Dangerous plants and traps. <gasps> Darius, are you okay? Be careful. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> are they, how they spent or are they re- gearing it to blast me again? They will, there's, there's, looks like there's four pods in this cabin, two of them right next to the door, and now another one will go off. Oh, I'm really getting hit. And this one will hit you. Now, this one actually has a multiple attack penalty, so it's not a crit. So it only rolls a nine. Doesn't quite crit you. What's that? 21. So. It's Okay. A mere two more points of poison damage. <gasps> and more, one more will save. Uh, my luck was bound to run out so at some point. Yeah, uh, eventually. So you roll a 13. You are confused as the pollen uh-huh. finally hits you in the face. You are flat-footed. Mm-hmm. You don't treat anyone like your ally. You can't delay, ready, or use reactions. You use all your actions to strike or cast offensive cantrips. I determine your actions. Oh, then you do what you got to do. Yeah, so basically, okay, so you get hit in the face, you're confused, and they're going to try one more time, but there's a huge penalty. Um, That actually is only a 3 plus 12. Oop, they still hit you. Still hit. They roll exactly a 15, but... (gasps) And actually, you have a minus to a few things. So you take one more point of poison damage, and you are like... Oh, 
Ah, uh, these these pollen things. How dare you try to attack me? And you try to attack the pollen pods and kill okay. them. So let's see what happens. I will say you flurry of blows in mountain stance the pods. So you crit the first <gasps> pod for 16 points of damage. Oh my gosh. And then you... Sorry, you hit the second one. Oh, I, I can't mountain stance because I'm not on the dirt. I'm in a wagon. Oh, okay. I don't know that that... I don't know if that's how that works. We have to look that up for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty we'll sure it just up. means like standing and not flying or grabbing a wall well, or something. Then I would have done it yeah. last fight. That's okay. Well, that's okay. It's new. So I'll say you can... Well, let me see. I mean, it says ground. It doesn't say a surface. How else would you say, you know, like standing on a, surface. a thing? Uh, or not flying. You are unarmored and touching the ground. Now I'm going to say it's the ground. That's um, that's not ground. What? He's... Is that the dirt? So what if he's in a building? Yeah, that that would mean you could never use it, even in a building. Mm. If you're in a cave, you're not on the, the dirt. stone you know? counts as real tough dirt. Super tough. I mean, like, which, I mean, it, it makes sense that I can take the stance as long as I am not flying or on wa- in swimming, you know? I mean, it okay. it would end if you, I don't know, use the leap or high jump action or something. Oh, for sure. The peanut gallery has spoken. Peanut gallery has no influence but, on You know, me. We, we could... Let, Is that let, my new nickname? <laughs> let's call let's call a Paisa representative. Oh, I'll find out. I'll find out. So you do Filaria blows and you explode one of the pods in just explodiness. And you're like, aha, take that, evil pod. So, Flurry of Blows takes one action for two attacks? One action for two attacks, but the multiple attack penalty still applies. So, how would that work if you did a second and third attack? Would you go all the way down to minus 12? Can I take a fourth attack? Yep. I don't know. I've never, we've never yep. done this. You sure can. It saves yeah, the team. The that. penalty is taking your third attack. Oh my god, this is going to yep. be horrible. But you can't Flurry of Blows twice because it has the Flourish trait. Right, one Flourish per round. Right. So you'd have one action to go into Mountain Stance, a second one to Flurry, and the third one to do a third attack. Um, so you try to attack one more time another one of these things, but you completely you completely miss. The rest of you see this as he's going crazy and like attacking plants. What do you do? Wild-eyed. These plants, they're plants. Oh, I'm flashing back to a previous character who also hated plants. Darius, you should get out of there. We may need to burn these It's like the role for combat axiom. Plants are evil. It does look evil. I was about to cast daze, and then I realized I don't have it. You're going to daze a plant? No, I was going to daze Darius. Get him calmed down. Can I smush a plant with my staff? Can I make another will save? You are no longer dazed, and the plants are spent. So you uh, no longer have to worry about it. You like kind of get your wits about you. You see that uh, the pollen uh, is like all spent and exploding and they're kind of closing their lids and looks like they're like getting ready to go again. So what do you do? Um, can I pluck them off with the ones that didn't destroy? Yeah, there's three left and you can try to, you know, rip one out and take it away. Yeah, and like throw it away. Away from sure. the animals, away from anything, you know. Sure. In the, in the, if you throw it outside, yeah. 
If you throw it outside the cart, I'll just burn it. Yeah, I'll throw them, like, you know, I can put them in the, in the campfire, and you can make okay. a bonfire out of it. They'll say that you, um, you can pull it out, but if you want to do it carefully without causing more damage, you're going to need thievery or nature to prevent it. Yeah, from... Do you want me to take care of them? Let happen, I take a look. I don't want you to go crazy. And keep them away from Plus, the people. you drive me crazy enough. It's fine. I have an idea. Is, like, I can take my cloak? Can I wrap one up and then rip it up? You know? So it's less chance of me getting blasted again? No, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can uh, take your cloak, wrap it up, and pull it out, if you wish. I do that. Do you have nature or thievery at all? Uh, that's probably a no. All right, then I'm untrained. I'm gonna just roll check. All right, I'll say you pull it out, but with your great strength, you crush the pod. That's fine. And it is now all over your beautiful cloak. Okay. <laughs> but you can pull one of them out yeah. of the uh, of the cabin. And I leave the cabin and I wash myself off in the in the pond. Okay, so you can pull it out. So one is exploded and dead. One you pulled out, and you can look in the rest of you, and sure enough, the other two pods appear to be closed and sort of pulsating. It looks like they're recharging or regenerating themselves. Be careful, everyone. The air is still, like, sparkling with pollen and spray from inside. It's not, like, concentrated. It's just a sort of like a mist. Darius got hit, like, full in the face with multiple attacks and multiple slams. So he took the worst of it. What do you do? Do you, do you want to use your stick to knock him down? Yeah, that works. I have reach with my bow staff, so I can just sort of reach up and knock him onto the ground and swat him out of the way. Okay. So you... I do not have anything for poison. Okay, mm. so you're just trying to, like, smack him out of the cabin? Yeah, basically, so that they're in open ground and then Hap can burn him. Okay, you're going to have to go into the cabin to get them, because two were by the door, and then two were towards the egg end of the cabin. So the two by the door have been taken care of, so all the way at the back oh. of the cabin, you're going to have to go in and sort of get them, the other two that are left. Okay, I mean, we're not in any big hurry, so I can carefully sort of knock them out of wherever they're lodged onto the ground, and then, like, drag them across the floor ten feet away. Sure. Do you do anything about the pollen air in the cabin? Um, I can definitely keep one hand holding the my hair over my face to filter out the air, and the other one holding the staff like looped under my arm for stability. Since I'm not really attacking with it, I'm just using it as a tool. Sure. So you go in. The pollen is uncomfortable and obviously poisonous, but it's not enough of a concentration to actually do any harm to you. You uh, have to smack the pollen several times. It takes you a few minutes to like rip it out of the growth because it seems to be growing throughout the cabin but what? you eventually what do you mean what nothing that's just crazy like all of oh, a sudden yeah. someone grew these like poisonous plants inside his cabin like all of a sudden mm -hmm. yep there's Druid. four there's four large plants there's like tendrils all over the cabin uh darius is just so strong he was able to just rip it out but since you're trying to do this carefully you'd have to spend a little bit of time kind of knocking it out, almost like a wasp's nest in a way. But you're mm -hmm. able to bring it down, and some of the pollens like spills out a little on the ground, but not enough. It, it's, it looks like it needs time to reset its, uh, its attacks. So 
you can spend you know a good 10 15 minutes getting the last two out bringing them onto the ground where hap could just use uh, cantrips to burn them to uh, to death Ataran would hold up a hand and say i want to keep one or at least part of one possibly for my use in the future i will get a jar so I, I would just want Ataran to have some sample or specimen. It doesn't have to be still alive and functioning, but just something sure. I can say Ataran has for future alchemical use or okay. study. I'll burn, I'll burn one of them, and then everybody stand back. Ataran's going to keep this I one. I have one, too, in my cloak if you need it. Yours is all smushed. Smushed is fine, right? Well, there was others, too, who were pretty smushed, too. They were they were beaten up to get taken off the uh, the vines, so none of them are in great condition. They're all kind of mushed up. You're good with animals. You're good with plants too. Maybe you can grow our own, and we can use this back against I don't know whoever did this fighting plants with plants, so to speak. I mean, we've never really had a a, a home with a nice garden where I could even try to plant anything. I don't know if I'd be good at it or not. This only makes me think. Druidic activity still. What is it with you and druids? <sighs> mm, another story for another time. It's always like that with you. Are druids even real? I've never met one. Druids are myth. They don't exist. Anyhow, everyone's freaking out, and everyone is like not going anywhere near the cabins as they see this and see Darius like coughing up blood and mucus as he's poisoned and like obviously has this like disgusting pod and there's like weird fungus and mold and pollen coming out of the cabin so they're not going anywhere they're like we are staying here we need you to check all of our cabins we're not going anywhere <laughs> so they mm. are freaked out the rest of the group and they're just uh they're just sticking by the the fire and by the water everyone's sort of uh, getting away from the ringmaster's wagon after seeing all of that we can at least search this wagon now but we uh have these things taken care of yeah the yes. yeah about you can the, the it's the after you sort of clear the air there's just a little bit uh, a lot of i was able to go in there you know and uh it's just a little damaging uh, like to her lungs, but it's not like anything, you know, it, it just hurts a little bit. It's like no more than breathing, like in a hot fire or something, but it's not actually causing her any damage. Hap can do a nature roll to maybe figure out what these were. All right, sure. This is one of the few issues I have with second is that nature just covers so much. Like my characters never worked with animals, but like let's roll nature to know everything about the natural Someone world. Someone told you, you know? a bunch of stuff in the past. You never also know. scrolls and books. Maybe they did because I got a twenty. I mean, I can just say you don't know anything if you prefer. With your excellent roll of a twenty, you tell me. I mean, I, I, I will, I will listen. I will hear what you have to you, say. You, uh, you look at this and you're like, you, you kind of know a little bit about this. You've, you've heard of these things in some of the books, and you know, like you're really interested in nature. Like you read a lot about animals and plants and you you just curious about everything these are not uncommon these are dream pollen pods and people use these as hallucinogenic drugs to uh <clears throat> you know have recreational uh excitements shall we say that they uh they grow very very fast with a few hours they can grow 
to two feet tall, especially if they have some druidic help. And people will take the pollen and intentionally snort it. And yeah, it can do a little bit of damage to you, as most drugs do, but you can get a nice little high from it. And some people can have this high for like hours at a time. Atron, I'm surprised you haven't heard of these. These are these are dream pods. They're used for hallucinogenics. Not usually weaponized then, huh? Interesting. Atron, are you familiar with these? I know that you at least have some substances that cause, shall we say, mind-altering fumes, make you do things you wouldn't normally do? Per- perhaps. But um, I have not seen this before. Maybe you're a druid, Atron, and you didn't know it. Huh. Mm, Atron frowns and <laughs> just shakes their head. Well, the cabin appears to be clear. If you want to look through it at all, there is an ever-burning torch in the cabin. So that's why you're able to see all of this. That is just glowing. Darius, why don't you why don't you sit down and take your breather while we check out this cabin? Use treat medicine. I'll be close by. Well, who wants to go in oh, first? For the love, uh, I'll go in, and O'Hara just stomps in. <laughs> okay, you stomp in. It's filled with many personal belongings to Myron from his many many travels. You look around, and it looks like there was no indication that there was a struggle or violence or any fight or anything in here other than, you know, the one Darius just had. So it is a bit odd that there's uh, four dream pollen pods in this thing. Several vines everywhere. Mm-hmm, vines and such, although they're quickly dying after you uh, severed them. Huh. You, of course, see the ever-burning torch. You see... You see a cape in one corner. You see crystal vial that seems to be foaming that you don't really recognize. And there's a whole bunch of other notes and tchotchkes and, uh, you know, various memorabilia and mementos from his many years in the circus. Uh, Alhara will point out the foaming crystal vial. Hey, Otteron, there's something up here that's definitely up your alley. I will... Come check it out, then. As they move past, she sort of gets uncomfortable at their closeness and says, I'll, I'll be outside, and then leaves the wagon. Mm-hmm. So Ataron knows for a fact that this is some alchemical substance, although they will need, I believe it's ten minutes to identify it, as he does not, sorry, they do not know what it is off the top of their head. This is definitely alchemical. I will need to take some time to identify it. Can I just take it and then identify yeah, it's, it later? Uh, the way it works okay. is, oh boy, we know this because Plaguestone had a couple of things like this. Um, it's just a 10-minute check, and you either get it or you don't. And I think if you fail, you can check the next day. I, don't, I forgot how that worked. I don't know if there's any bonuses because we never had someone who could actually... But you're a witch. I don't know how it works with witches and al- alchemy. I don't know how that works. I have alchemical training. Like, I can actually make alchemical items. But you're not an alchemist, so... No, but I have alchemical crafting, the feet. I don't know if there's any bonuses. I have no idea. No, I don't know. And I've got my alchemical tools and all that other good stuff. Um, Anything else in there that catches my attention? Do you want me to make a perception roll or anything? Sure. Woof. Oh, six. 
I am I am very focused on the opening. Very focused on this cool-looking crystal vial. However, I mean, you look around, the only things that might catch your eye that are, quote, worth something, if you will, is that ever-burning torch. Which I'll grab. Okay, and it has an engraving on it, by the way. What does that read? That says a phrase. See what you want to see. You see a cool bearskin hat marked with golden leaf and a cape. And you actually are familiar with this cape. This cape was once worn by the skilled animal trainer named the Great Fortunato. Is that someone from the other circus? So maybe I wouldn't know. Atram's the only one who wasn't in the uh, other circus. You weren't in the other circus, but you've been part of the circus for a while. Yeah, so I certainly could have heard of them. Yeah, you know about him. Everyone knows about the great Fortunato. So back in the previous circus, the great Fortunato was the owner of a circus bear, Ardolf, and he's been a beloved mascot of your circus ever since. And ever since the great Fortunato was robbed and killed in an alleyway in Escanar, that you have taken the bear and he continues to live in Fortunato's old wagon and he still knows all the tricks that make up his act and he can actually perform with minimum direction from the circus folk and everyone considers him like a giant pet like people love him the whole circus loves him uh he's actually been in his cabin right now because he was injured a little and so he wasn't able to, uh, he got a, a little foot injury. So he's been in the wagon just uh, resting and he wasn't used in today's act because he was still injured. So you are familiar with him. You didn't know that he actually kept his cloak, but you are familiar with obviously the bear and the story of how he was killed a horrible way. But this looks like this was his cloak and Myron kept it. It appears Myron also kept the great Fortunato's cloak as Atteran walks out holding the ever-burning torch and putting the uh, vial away. So to identify it, basically you just use your alchemical tools. You spend 10 minutes of testing and you need like 10 minutes of dedicated testing to just figure out what it is. And then you just yeah. just cast, you just do a crafting skill and that's it, so... Okay. And the DC is based on the level of the item. Yeah, I'll wait till I know we have 10 minutes. Yeah, and the DC is just based on the level of the item. So that's all. Darius, how do you feel? I'm better. I'll try healing out on myself as well. Will that take an hour? Whole, no, it, no. It takes, it takes oh, okay. one round, but you can't do it for an hour. Natural oh, yeah. 20 for medicine check. So you roll 4 nice. to heal yourself. Oh, yeah. Watch this 4 come up. I think that's a neti pot to get rid of pollen. Yeah. Just dunk my head into this very clean pond. You had to do it the slow way. <laughs> yeah, like, I like the the roll noise is awesome. He's like, I just want to roll everything once. So what did you get? 11, 12, 13, 20. You healed 20 points of damage. Crit. That's awesome. Well, you didn't even take that much damage. So you flush it. I know. No, you you do it once an hour. So you flush it out of your system. You put your head in. You get all the poison out. You're like, ah, I feel fine. No problem. I'm doing all right. Good. 
So after all this, although it took us a while to talk about, this actually happened very quickly. You went in, were attacked by the pollen pods, uh, smushed one, took the rest of them out, killed two of them, and have one kind of in reserve. It looks like they're kind of benign right now after getting smushed so much. The professor comes over and he's like, did you find anything? Was there a fight or altercation in the cabin? I mean, there were some weird pollen pods, I see. That's bizarre. I mean, Poisonous plants. Poisonous plants? Obviously what set up as a trap. What is going on here? He looks really concerned and he's like, he pulls you aside. He goes, okay, it, this isn't really working so great. Uh, the rest of the camp is all riled up. Obviously, who knew like you were going to go in here and find poison plants? I think you really got to take it quiet from now on and maybe do this on the side while I try to calm down the rest of the performers. Why don't you uh, continue your investigation? And I'll do my best to sort of just entertain everyone and tell them some of my old stories. That always seems to get them going and uh, take their mind off what you're doing. Good. Understand that if druids are somehow involved, they might be watching from animalistic eyes. It would be good to put on pretense, even if nothing else. He says, hmm, that's a good point. Well, there's not much we could do about that. I mean, we're right next to the woods and all, but obviously uh, safety in numbers. So I would say we'll stick together here near the fire, and uh, you four can continue your investigation. Looks like you're able to handle yourselves. You're able to take care of that poisonous uh, plants without much trouble. So you took some of the items from the ringmaster's wagon. That's fine. That's fine. It is dark out there. I'm sure he wouldn't mind you using his ever-burning torch. I mean, well, Myron's not going to need it now, so I think that's okay. Mm, the dead do not require things. True, but he was a friend. We don't want to be frivolous with his material possessions, but I think uh, you'll get more use out of it than him, obviously. We will certainly treat it with respect and use it to find his killer. Fair enough, fair enough. He says, well, I'm going to go back and entertain the troops while you continue your uh, your investigation. He takes a look inside the cabin. He's like, no signs of struggle. He like looks a little bit. He goes, everything looks intact. Looks like this was set here as a trap on purpose. They were trying to, well, it looks like they were try trying to kill someone or trying to stop you from finding someone. There's obviously a guilty party here. Who? I don't know, but... Something's afoot. We will check the other wagons then, I suppose, and maybe these rat tracks if they go into the woods. Excellent, excellent idea. I would definitely look at the rat tracks. They're obviously leading you somewhere. So far, once led to a dead body and another led to a trap. Just, mm. just be aware when you find some tracks. Aha, uh -huh. you said you could follow them? Yes? I mean, I don't know. They're just tracks on the ground. I suppose anyone could. Mm. Let's do it, then. I will be behind you. You've been listening to Roll for Combat! Three Ring Adventure! A Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com.
you've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that chaotic greedy is not a real alignment. <laughs> <laughs>